Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday. It is November 28th. It's Monday, so we're back in lifting up our hearts. Last time we read the final prayer in the book, so we're slinging it back to the front of the book, a prayer entitled, Teachable and Flexible Disposition. Let us pray. Grant Almighty God, since the doctrine of your gospel sounds daily in our ears when you invite us so kindly by your amazing clemency and stretch out your hand by your only begotten Son, grant, we pray you, that we may be of teachable and flexible disposition and that we may sincerely submit to you. And since your law contains so many dreadful examples of your wrath, may we be moved by them. And may we walk with fear and trembling in obedience to your word, that at length we may enjoy that inheritance you have promised for us in your heavenly kingdom, by the same Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, just a reminder, I think we will be doing the drawing for Piercing Heaven. Got to find it. Here it is. We'll be doing the drawing for Piercing Heaven uh, next Monday. And so uh, be sure to comment that you would like a copy of Piercing Heaven. If you've already done it, you don't need to do it again. You sure can do it again, uh, but you don't need to. We'll do that drawing on, I would believe that would be December 5th. So with that said, we are in Isaiah chapter 34 today. We'll be reading all of the chapters. So that's verse 1 through verse 17, as I said, of chapter 34. Hear the word. Of the Lord. Draw near, O nations, to hear, and give attention, O peoples. Let the earth hear and all that fills it, the world and all that comes from it. For the Lord is enraged against all the nations and furious against all their host. He has devoted them to destruction, has given them over for slaughter. Their slain shall be cast out, and the stench of their corpses shall rise, the mountain shall flow with their blood. All the host of heaven shall rot away, and the skies roll up like a scroll. All their hosts shall fall, as leaves fall from the vine, like leaves falling from the fig tree. For my sword has drunk its fill in the heavens. Behold, it descends for judgment upon Edom, upon the people I devoted to destruction. The Lord has a sword. It is sated with blood. It is gorged with fat, with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Basra, a great slaughter in the land of Edom. Wild oxen shall fall with them, and young steers with the mighty bulls. Their land shall drink its full fill of blood, and their soil shall be gorged with fat. For the day, for the Lord has a day of vengeance, a year of recompense for the cause of Zion. And the streams of Edom shall be turned into pitch, and her soil into sulfur. Her land shall become burning pitch. Night and day it shall not be quenched. Its smoke shall go up forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. None shall pass through it forever and ever. But the hawk and the porcupine shall possess it. The owl and the raven shall dwell in it. He shall stretch the line of confusion over it and the plumb line of emptiness. Its nobles, there is no one there to call it a kingdom. And all of its princes shall be nothing. Thorns shall grow over its strongholds, nettles and thistles and its fortresses. It shall be the haunt of jackals and abode for ostriches. And wild animals shall meet with hyenas. The wild goat shall cry to his fellow. Indeed, there the nightbird settles and finds for herself a resting place. There the owl nests and lays and hatches and gathers her young in her shadow. Indeed, there the hawks are gathered, each one with her mate. 
Seek and read from the book of the Lord. Not one of these shall be missing. None shall be without her mate. For the mouth of the Lord has commanded, and his spirit has gathered them. He has cast the lot for them. His hand has portioned it out to them with the line. They shall possess it forever, from generation to generation. They shall dwell in it. The language of judgment is back for us as we come to Isaiah 34. We're used to this, but some of this is maybe some of the most vivid imagery we have been given. And that's saying something, because we've seen some vivid imagery uh, from Isaiah here, haven't we? But as this starts out, we'll get to some of that vivid imagery, but as this starts out, we see the idea that God is speaking judgment over not just Israel, not just a few nations, but over other nations, right? Over all the nations. God is speaking to those nations specifically who have risen up against Jerusalem, have risen up against Israel and against Judah. So the language here is basically saying, hey, God has authority over not just his people, but over all peoples. We see that right here in verse 1. Draw near, O nations, to hear and give attentions, O peoples. Now, I think it's important that we remember that the idea of of nations that that you and I naturally have is basically based upon borders, right? Um, That's a very, very, very new concept. Uh, This would have been speaking about people groups, people who were connected to each other. And so this goes back to the book of Genesis. Remember when I was preaching through Genesis, we had all these, these names of these people that we didn't necessarily remember as being that important uh, as we were reading through Genesis, but I pointed out, and we'll see them again in the future, that some of these people groups, these descendants of whether it's Abraham or someone else in the book of Genesis, they would come back to be the enemies of the people of God. And here, specifically, we're going to see uh, that this judgment is towards Edom, but that is probably referring to all those who rise up against Israel. Uh, and the reason we would say that is because Israel is Jacob, right? We know that. Jacob's name was Israel. We we get that. Uh, but remember who was the opposite or was the opposition of Jacob. It was Esau, which was Edom. Okay. So it would be anyone who would oppose Israel, anyone who would oppose uh, Jacob, we'd be considered to be Edom. Okay. Hope that makes sense. But that would apply to any ethnic group who rose up in that way. And, and we see this when it says, give attention, O peoples, let the earth hear and all that fills it, the world and all that comes from it. For the Lord is enraged against all the nations and furious against all their hosts. He has devoted them to destruction, has given them over for slaughter. Okay? Again, this isn't just one people group. God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah to all those who would oppose his people. Now, we see, again, some really intense language here. Uh, The mountain shall flow with blood, we see in verse 3. The stench of their corpses shall rise is there in verse 3 as well. Uh, The stuff is rotting. Um... We have this very, very strong imagery uh, of all this stuff that is happening. happening. And and the idea behind it is is that God is coming in vengeance. He is getting what 
giving them what they deserve. Uh, vengeance, uh, this is not somebody who's just running around and, and you know, getting unjust revenge, right? Um, God is right in his judgment. When God comes in vengeance, when the days of vengeance come, God is in the right, no matter what. Uh, people are in rebellion against him. Any judgment that he does against the people, against his will, uh, is just. Okay, So we have this idea that, that these areas of, of where people are opposed to God, that, that these areas are going to be one day uh, basically put away, that they're going to be desolate. We get this idea that there's really only um, hawks and, and porcupines. Now, there's some question on whether or not that's a good translation of the word porcupine. There, there's, some, there's some footnotes here that say maybe this is just another kind of a rare bird because all of the other animals in here, I believe, are birds. Um, but the idea is that birds would fly over. They're, they're really not going to be much vegetation or other animals there. You know, maybe some birds making a less nest, but that's it. Uh, we see in verse 13, thorns shall grow, nestles and thistles in its fortress. It's going to be the haunt of jackals and an abode for ostriches. There, here we have some other animals that would come in on foot. Uh, but you get the idea that this is this is a desolate, desolate place that God is leaving for those who are in opposition to him. There's really an idea of continued judgment. And we see here as this chapter uh, closes up, seek and read from the book of the Lord. Not one of these shall be missing. None shall be without her mate. For the mouth of the Lord has commanded and his spirit has gathered them. He has cast a lot for them. His hand is portioned out to them with the line. They shall possess it forever from generation to generation. They shall dwell in it. This is going to be a lasting judgment for those who are in opposition to God. That's, that's the big message here. And what we see is that God has ordained this. Notice that he has cast the lot for them. He, he is making this happen. He is working this out. But the language here used is that this is random, right? Casting a lot. But the idea that's being expressed here by Isaiah is, this may seem like a random thing to you, uh, those of you who are being judged, but it's not. God is coming in judgment. He intends to do that. He is the one who is doing this. We have seen this all through the book of Isaiah, right? That God is the one who does his goodwill and he comes in judgment and it's for a purpose. He is going to do it. And so it's important for us to remember this idea of, of who God is. Now, I've mentioned many times that the idea of vengeance, the idea of judgment is a very harsh one, right? It is difficult for our ears to hear, but it's always for the purpose of calling his people back, right? Well, here we see that these are not the people of God. This is judgment over sin. And so this is not a reminder for us to, uh, okay, we need to get things together. God is calling us back. No, this is more of a reminder for us to proclaim the word of the Lord, for us to remember that, that God is a judge and, and we should be proclaiming the gospel of salvation in Christ to other people that they might hear, that his word might come to their ears, that they would not be found to be desolate, that instead life would be found in them, that God would bring them new life in Christ through the proclamation of the word. So may we proclaim the gospel, understanding the severity and, and the, the serious nature of judgment. 
May we proclaim that gospel, hoping that God would show mercy and he would bring people to faith through our proclamation of his great gospel. Let's finish up with a word of prayer. Merciful God, you are over all nations and all peoples. Your voice goes out over all the earth and all that fills it. The nations are in subjection to you, and when you speak, your will is done. We trust in your wisdom and in your goodness, and we believe that you are always working all things together for those who love you. Today we bring our prayers for your church around the world. We pray that we would be united through the message of the cross and that we would be reminded that we are a people brought together not by any earthly markers, but instead we are a people from every tribe, tongue, and nation that is united in what Jesus has done for us in his death, resurrection, and ascension. And we praise you, for you are the one who upholds our lives. You alone are our helper. We offer the sacrifice of our lives to you and bring praise to your holy name. You've delivered us from every trouble, for you are the God who rescues his people. We pray all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, that gets us through Isaiah 34. We'll be in Isaiah 35 Wednesday. See you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 